welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, and today I'm by myself. Well, I'm not by myself. I have a very special guest. However, I am not joined this week by Jamie, Dan or Joe. They're having a well-deserved week off after my week off last week. Um, Apologies for my absence last week, everyone. It was my son's first birthday, so of course I had to attend that rather than do the show. But thank you to everybody who listened and downloaded to last week's show. Some great feedback as always and a continuing growing listener base, which is what we like. So this week things are a little bit different. As you can see, we've got an episode coming out on Saturday rather than Friday and that's for a very special reason because I am joined for the first time in oh about is it about at least a year 15 months that type of thing um by owner and promoter of championship wrestling entertainment Joshua Howard Josh how are we doing I'm very well thank you Saren how are you yeah I'm very well thank you I was just saying it's a uh, been a been a long time a long time coming but you're back mm-hmm. CWE is back how have things been going yeah, um, as you guess, probably a turbulent sort of 15 months uh, or so. Um, bit of a sabbatical from our first show until now. Uh, lots of things going on behind the scenes. Um, you know, we had uh, uncertainties with the academy, a change of direction in terms of business platform, how we're doing shows, um, <clears throat> a lot of redirection. Um, but it's, I think, I believe it's put us in the best um the best way and the best business model going forward um we've had roster changes we've had uh, staff changes um and i believe for better um you know it's it's it's, it's been like i say turbulent time you know we've had uh, trainers leave and you know these things happen um you know wrestlers come and go and um you know hopefully the fan base will, will, will stay the same and grow um so yeah it, it's one of them things it's the nature of a beast unfortunately um you know we've just got to be true to ourselves and be uh you know who we are and um you know we've we've uh gone down a different route this time um we've very much focused on the charity element of it um you know as as you well know cw was born from a um a sad loss and a bereavement and that's that's who we are that's 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 our that's our dna really that's what cw's dna is it's about giving back it's about remembering it you know it's about uh that passion element you know like we're not we're not born on from greed or uh or anything like that you know we're born to to to, to help other people and that's 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 our that's our redirection fantastic absolutely good to hear and we are some of the things that you just touched on then we are going to talk about in this evening's episode we're going to get right into things we are um so uh, yeah we i mean we might as well start then at the beginning so yeah i, I correct me if i'm wrong november 2021 the first show it, was it it was it was the 26th of november 2021 um like i say what's what's that then probably like you say 15 yeah it's been a while I know we spoke about a month or so before that show just on your preparations of course and yeah. uh, you know people can go back and listen to that episode if they need to um 
you know you you spoke about it then as far as you know being new to the business a, a new promoter a new a new brand owner and you know what it's like putting together your first show tell us about that first show then because again it, it, it's been a while since then fight or flight going back to that debut mm-hmm. tell us about the night what was it like setting up any complications do you know did everyone turn up was there anything that you do differently give, give us an insight into yeah. the first night yeah sure um luckily or unusually everyone did turn up um people majority of, of, of the wrestlers were, were, were relatively pretty good really um a few shout outs to be honest to um we had some really good hands on deck uh johnny palmer john sterry uh lee cox at the time um really really instrumental and, and, and tucker as well um they they were the ones that really sort of helped put the put you know put stuff up and um they they really mucked in and then four people um it was nerve-wracking i'm not gonna lie um it was exciting horrible it was a, a cluster of emotions um I, I was nervous, um, you know. I yes, I, I I do talk the big one, but it, it's very nerve wracking when you when when you're doing your first one. Um, all these start, all these worries start going through your mind. Are we going to get the ring in the venue? Are we going to do this? Is this going to go wrong? Is someone going to drop out? Are the staff going to? You know, it's because it, there's so many things to go wrong. You know, it could be the staff the staff drops out, a DJ drops out, a wrestler drops out uh the medic drops out or something like that you know all these different things um you know some ha- an, an issue happens with a ring or something like that you know so it's all these different things um thankfully you know nothing did go wrong and we had a very good night um i i wasn't ill i, I wasn't very well at all uh i was actually really ill um right. yeah i was I, I just i just managed to hide it well but it was a case of we, we we already cancelled a couple of shows and it was a case of listen we we have to get this one we have to get this over the line um you know i was i was literally i was trying to set the stuff out of the back of the van and i was just throwing up because i was just it was exerting that much um but we just it's just it had to be done um because i felt as if if we hadn't have done that first show it felt like we was never going to do a show um so for me, I, I felt like I had to do it. I had I had to just grit and get on with it and just just do it. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we wanted the, then the second one to follow on a few months later in for February. Um, that never transpired. Um, shortly after the November one, um, we we started to. What happened was we we we, we did we had quite a big loss in the first show. Um, a few hundred four five hundred quid loss um which <clears throat> again was one of the reasons we changed business strategies i was basically say you know asking people what they were what they wanted and i gave it to them um unfortunately the, the gates and the what we were receiving in terms of bums on seats wasn't matching that and you know anyone who knows anything about business knows that you can't sustain a business if you're um when I mean, i've seen it before i don't know how they do it but you see, you see some companies offering tickets for a pound and it can only fit 50 people in and i know for a fact that some of these guys are well over 100 quid each um as a business element you know you've got a, common sense comes in and you, you know it, <clears throat> if you can film 
you know, say for, for Olympia at Norbrack, it's got 3,000. You know, I've been quoted. I've had a quote for it, a four-figure quote. That's fine. If you can get bums on the seats, then yes, you are going to make a profit. Um, so we, we were losing too much money. So we said, right, OK, how can we benefit the community? How can we not lose money? How can we still put on shows? So we, we looked at the charity element side of it and feel right, OK, spoke to charity partners and stuff like that. Um, and for us, basically, it was a new strategy for us to move forward where the proceeds on the door, everything goes to charity, all the, all the fundraising, all the buckets and everything like that. Um, and as a consequence, we could still put on shows and without losing, even if we lose 100 quid, you know, it's, oh yeah, it's not ideal. Um, mm-hmm. Ideal world will break even, you know, we're not interested in, you know, making a profit or anything like that. It's for us, it's about the community, it's about giving back, it's about um, being proud of where we're from as well. You know, Fleetwood as well, it seems to be a town that's forgotten about. <clears throat> um, you know, I think the Fylde in general does, um, but I think more so Fleetwood. Um, obviously, Blackpool, you've got a good a good wrestling scene in Blackpool, but it's very transient. You know, you, you don't have one sort of hardcore... Um, wrestling establishment really you know you've got megaslam do shows pcw do shows a few of the others do shows but you haven't got that that base whereas in fleetwood it's very much just really seems to be us um and that's important to you it is yeah uh you know it's any obviously the territory days are gone um uh, you know it's but <clears throat> i know in fleetwood there isn't really much for people um and it isn't really it's not really a wrestling town it's a boxing town um Whereas Blackpool is Blackpool's more popular for wrestling than what Fleetwood is, but you know, with us being born in Fleetwood, it's it, it's it, we, we pride ourselves on wanting to, you know, sp- particularly um, give back to the people of Fleetwood that they've got something, you know, because it, it just feels like they just seem to get forgotten about. Um, so without, yeah, so that 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 was another one as well. So it, a lot of these different. Um, different ideas and stuff came to fruition um but yeah we we're very proud to to be in a position that we are now um you know obviously we've got a good partnership with children with cancer uk um we've just recently added um uh, a couple of new charities um so the do with there's the newest one um uh, in blackpool um oh uh Helping children with uh, families with disabled children. Um, it'll come to you. You'll go to sleep tonight and you'll wake up what? in the middle of the night and it'll be on the tip of your tongue. It's always the way. Um, I'm trying to remember the. It's important to you, though, isn't it? The supporting of, the, of these charities. I mean, what was the. Was there any particular reason for the choosing of the charity that you've gone with this time, the Children with Cancer UK? Uh, was there any particular reason, or is that just is that something close to your heart, or just some uh, a charity that you were interested in working alongside? Yeah, uh, it's, sorry, Aiming Higher was was the next charity, yeah. uh, just based on Church Street. Um, yeah, um, I mean, I, I've, I work with kids. Um, I work in a, a children's home. Uh, my wife's done that before um you know we both work in similar sort of settings um it is sad you know when you see four and five and six year olds that you know um have been given bad news and you know it's for me it's it's a case of um 
you know, we've we've been lucky in our, our lifetimes to experience different things, and you know, uh, whether it's having families of our own, and um, you know, whether it think basically things like driving, going on holiday, things like that, you know, and you know, you, you see you see kids of certain ages, and they're not they've got to be able to fulfil that. Um, it's heartbreaking, and you know, for me, I think something drastically needs to we need to find a cure, or we need to find change. Um, well, certainly something needs to be done and this for us is our our best avenue i think in, in terms of raising awareness and funds um you know and, and trying to um do something about about this this uh, very much evil disease that you know unfortunately it, it talks a lot you know it's taken a lot of young lives um you know and and so that's 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 why for us and i think the general you know 99.9 percent of people are very very supportive of this cause you know it's 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 a fantastic cause uh, you know we've got a lot of staff helping out volunteering um you know the wrestlers you get a fantastic bunch um you know some are coming from far and wide some are some are quite local um so you know they're, they're all doing it for everyone's doing it for the right reasons and that's that's what i'm very proud of is that <clears throat> you know people aren't just doing it because they're, they're getting paid and i think if you come into the wrestling business to make money, uh, I think you're better off looking at something else. Um, you know, I didn't come in, I didn't come in to make a profit. I, I came in to make a difference. Um, and I think the wrestlers, I think they need to. Um, I think the, the ones, the ones we've got, and the ones in our roster, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with. Like I say, you know, there's a lot of good people there um you know lots and lots of good people um i'm not going to name them all because i'll be here all night um but you know really hard working people who, who just want to just want to give back um you know and it's it's like i say it's about helping others and this is this is what yeah. we're this is what we're about no i think it's it's a great cause and like you say everybody's very supportive of it and i think absolutely i agree with you it's, it's the right way to go about it going back to that first show then so as you said it's, it's Apart from, of course, yourself not being too well on on the lead up to it and on the evening. I mean, myself and Jamie from the show, obviously, we attended as well. Mm -hmm. We had a fantastic evening. It was a a great evening um, of action. Everybody that was there thoroughly enjoyed themselves. Um, You could tell that the talent as well were um, enjoying what they they were doing in, in the ring as well. Any complications that arose on the evening then so i i know and again please do correct me if i'm wrong um was there a, an issue with the um ring did we have to go yeah. with a different ring in the end as well how, yeah. how, so so how does when did you find out about that and how does that throw a spanner in the works you know an hour two hours or so or the day the day of the show when you think you know god i've got to put on a show here yeah. and i've got to have a ring <laughs> Yeah, so basically what happened was we we had two rings from Wrestling Rings UK. We already have the 12 footer, which is what we ended up using. We, that was our training ring. Um, the 12 foot was used supposed to be used for training ring. We've we had a tw- we've now got the 20 foot. The 20 foot never arrived in time. Right. So the, the 20 foot ring was what we sh- we should have had. Um, that what for one one reason or another, I think there was delays and something on on their part. I, I don't quote me on that. I think there was a lot of issues in terms of transportation. Um, we were promised the ring would be here by a certain time. It never arrived. We then had to um, 
we then had to, well, luckily we had our own van. Um, so we went to, I, 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 myself and a few others, we went to go and get the ring uh, and we managed to get it uh, to, to the venue. Um, it wasn't ideal when you've got, you know, big lads like Cheesy, B.A. Rolls, Palmer, all, you know, uh, in, in the middle of a 12 foot ring. Uh, I mean, and, and hats off to the lads and girls that really made, uh, we made it look they made it look better than it was, uh, in my opinion. I wasn't happy at all with the ring situation. I was fuming. Um, but unfortunately, it was what we had to deal with. Um, now, that 12-foot ring's now gone. Um, it's been sold to Rossi Rascal down at Blackpool. Um, he's got, doing a very good thing with uh, Rascal Sports Camp. Um, we've now got a 14-foot floor ring for training. Uh, and we've got a 20 foot shot, 20 foot ring for shows. Um, so uh, yeah, bit same 20 foot on the outside, 18 foot in the middle. So it's the same size as the old WCW ring back in Fantastic. the day. Which when you when you when you look at our logo, that's where sort of the idea came from. If you look at the, you can see. Yes, now you see it. Yes, absolutely. Borrowed the elements, let's say, from it. Yeah, and uh, and obviously you know the, the red and yellow was to um, sort of represent the Hulk Hogan uh, colours, which obviously as we said last time, my cousin who passed away was setting up for. It was a big Hulk Hogan fan, so that's why everything sort of <clears throat> that's why everything is the way it is. Um, but yeah, I wasn't happy at all. But it was one of them things. It was out of my control, and you know there's no point getting wound up over something. It's, it's no, it, of course. It was a case of listen, you know we've got to deal with what what we've got. You, know, you make the best of a, um, you know, a, a bad situation, if you can call it a bad situation. Well, well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the show must go on. Um, yeah. And it, we just had to use our training ring instead of our proper our proper show ring, which it was one of it's done, you know. But I uh, mean, if you could take anything from it, certainly from our perspective as spectators of the show, it didn't take anything away from the show. You know, your, yeah. your, your talent speaks for your, your company, doesn't it? And they're the ones putting on the show and... You know, within five minutes, you wouldn't know, or, or it didn't make a difference, should I say, on what type no, of yeah. ring or what size was being used because of the quality of the show that was being put on. And that's, and that's again, that's credit to the performers. You know, we Absolutely. we we had we had a very stacked card. We had um, we we had a lot of a lot, excuse me, a lot of talent. Um, Eccentric Carl Tucker, um, Mia Cortez. You know, we had some big names. Um, from up and up and across the country, um, so you know we we credit credit to them guys and girls. You know they they put on a hell of a show. Um, so I think that sort of saved us a little bit, really. Yeah. Um, obviously next time we've got a bigger and better ring. Um, you know, and so it, um, obviously the, the, the talents changed. Um, you know, with us going down this charity model. Um, some wrestlers, you know, basically couldn't afford to because it's the livelihood. And do you know what I, I said? I respect that. You know, I, you know that's that's fine. Um, and that's that's obviously resulted in the changes. No hard feelings from my end, and and vice versa with them. You know, we're we're all business people at the end of the day. And um, you know, I, I wish them all the best. And um, you know, from what I gather, everyone's doing really well. So um, we. We, we 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 wanted we wanted to basically when we change the model to try and give a platform to overlooked um underutilized um performers 
um, you know, people. If you look now, we've got people like Modern Day Mafia, the uh, Farmer, um, Key Harper. Um, you know, we've got some more coming through as well. Uh, Kenzo as well from our Academy Champion. Um, you know, uh, the Big Cheese. Um, you know, people who necessarily. I, I think are undervalued. I think they're much better than what other people give them credit for. Um, you know, that's, that's that's my opinion. Um, you know, but not only that, but they're very good people. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll take that over talent every day of the week. Um, you give me someone I could work with, someone who I can talk to, um, someone who I can relate to, and someone who I can express our ideology. Um, I'll take that over you know, a Will Ospreay or somebody like that who, you know, no disrespect to Will or anybody like that, just using him as an example. Um, you know, someone who, who you know, uh, thinks they're too good for to do something. Uh, and that's and that's 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 the way I that's the way I am and that's 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 the way I, I run things. Um, you know, no no one person's big of a company, not even me. You know, and I as I always say that, um and as I said to Tom Bryce on my last podcast, you know, um, the reason we were called CWE and not, say, Fleetwood Town Wrestling was because I didn't want to limit ourselves. And that's not disrespectful to anyone else because, you know, other promotions and federations are doing fantastic stuff in their areas. Uh, it was because it, we've got to a case, if it gets to a case where I can sell it and I can, you know, watch it grow into something bigger and better than I could even possibly imagine with, with my pockets, you know, then yeah great stuff you know if it turns into one of the top 10 companies in the uk in 15 20 years time whatever because someone else has took it over and done fantastic things then yeah um obviously yeah if you've got the right ideas and the right passion and the right you know um modeling for it because uh you know it's all right having all the money in the world but you, you need the right business model for it and because uh, otherwise that money's going to run out someday Absolutely. No, you've got to think big. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at what Tony Khan's doing now at AEW. Um, he's splashing a lot of money. Um, fantastic. Hell of a stacked roster. I mean, so much talent. My opinion, too much talent. I think he's got far too many wrestlers on the books. Far too many egos. Far too many problems. Um, I, Again, this is my opinion. I, I, I've gone off a bit of a thing here, but I just think he's a little bit too soft. Um, that's 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 my opinion. I think he's too much of a fan, too much of a nice guy. I'm a nice guy, don't get me wrong, but I know where the line is. Um, I'm never afraid to ask for, for advice. You know, sometimes my wife will rope me back in again, and she's like, "Hang on a minute, what what do you, what do you agree with that guy for, or or her? You know, remember what we're about here." And I'm like, "Do you know what? Yeah, she's right." So um, kudos to Ellie, my wife, for for standing firm and and making you know keeping me. Where, where we where we need to be um because it, it can easily be done and we, we did it on our first show you know paying people whatever they want and you're just going to run at a loss before you know what you don't have a company to, to run and I, I see it so many times in, in british wrestling you know people come up with grand ideas oh, i'm gonna get this guy from wwe this guy from AEW, this guy from mlw or rev pro or whatever or new japan and you know they blow a load of money thinking they're going to get bums on seats and before you know it, the company's got in two years. Um, so it, that made me respect even more the companies that have established themselves for, for years and years and years. You know, um, 
you know, the, the local ones as well, you know, that have, have done it really well. They've managed to, you know, when you when you get to that 10 year mark and, and more than that, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of respect to there, to be honest. Um, you know, and I, I, I do, it's uh, my my mindset's changed. If you, people can probably tell my attitude's changed. I'm a lot more humble than I was my first show. Um, you know, I, I, sort of, I sort of came with a mentality of us versus the world and it's, you can't come in like that, you know. It's uh, you soon you soon become very humbled by this industry. Um, it, it humbles you very much and uh, very quickly. Um, so yeah, massive respect to a lot of the uh, promoters out there that have, have managed to sustain sustain the businesses. The thing is, as you say though, from your first show, it's a learning experience. Massive. You know, I'm sure you I'm sure you won't you know take any offense to me saying but you're effectively going in from something that you're uh, alien to yeah going straight into it and you know of course you're going to want to think big you know you've got dreams of this and dreams of that and there's the excitement as well as the nervousness sometimes you just have to bring yourself down a level don't you and i think that's what you're probably doing leading up to this second show um so i mean just before we go into the second show you kind of alluded to it earlier um to an extent but just expanding on it what was the if you're comfortable about speaking about it what was the main reasons for the large gap between the first show and the relaunch yeah. second show so <clears throat> to be honest it was a plethora of different things we had uh, our head trainer left which sort of left the sort of academy in sort of disarray um so we needed time to sort that out because my my thing my, my thought process was we sort the academy out and first that's our bread and butter this is where we're going to get the you know the new talent from then we'll start worrying about shows um and the academy throughout the whole of 2022 was up down up down up down um and then obviously we're supposed to we have the big one planned in july um we had so I, I, I had two buildings uh, in Kirkham and Wesham. One yeah. was Kirkham Community Centre, and the other one was Wesham Community Centre. Um, again, two two things to that. Um, the well, the I think I think it was a Kirkham one. Um, they wanted a thousand pound bond, um, but they only told me that two weeks before the show. Um, I didn't know it was run by a committee because I was dealing with the community centre directly and they were all right with it and then they said oh let me just run it by the committee I was like right okay I pretty much thought we'd, we'd, we'd sorted it um so anyway it comes to yeah it was a Kirk yeah Kirkham one and then because uh, apparently they had a rest they had a boxing event once and the, the um the toilets got trashed and the, I think the sinks got broken um so we said oh we're worried about it happening again and i explained it's a it's a family orientated environment you know it's not like a box i've been to boxing events you know it's like it's lads and girls in their 20s and 30s drinking you know and, and doing other stuff yeah. you know it's not these i'm talking these are children you know people of elderly age people of all ages um having a, a good bit of family entertainment but it fell on deaf ears um became across as very cantankerous um and it was hard work um so we left um kirkham and tried wesham um we tried wesham community center um again we so when we went to wesham community center uh, i paid for the, the hall 
um, which wasn't too bad. It was a few hundred quid, you know. It was it was a case of right, okay, um, and it got to I think with the Western one, it was a case of we we did the booking and we looked at ticket sales and ticket sales were dreadful. Um, when I say dreadful, I'm talking pre-sale tickets. We, I don't think I don't think we sold one. Um, and the wage bill was with staff was looking at about fourteen hundred quid. So for a business for a business decision, it was a case of we're going to have to stop it. You know, it upset a lot of people. Um, a lot of people, you know. But again, there's, there's wrestlers that understand the business um, and wrestlers that don't. You have know, wrestlers that just look at it from their own point of view. It's a booking. It's a booking. And then there's wrestlers that look at it like that, actually. What if I was in that position? You know, because it's all right saying, you know, they just look at it from their own point of view. But, you know, um, other other wrestlers do look at it. They've, they've got the, the foresight to, to see it from a promoter's point of view. Um, the, the main one, you know, people like Johnny Palmer, um, he's, he, you know, he doesn't just look at it from a wrestler's point of view. He looks at it from other point of views. And, um, you know... And majority, majority of our wrestlers, the wrestlers we've got now, you know, look at it like that. Um, but the ones that we had were a bit annoyed um, because they've lost the booking. Um, you know, we, we were annoyed as well, but it's, it's the case that we've got to look after ourselves because if you crash and burn, how, 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 how are you going to carry on back back driving? You know, it's a case of, you, you know, you've got to look at the, uh, the long road ahead rather than, you know, trying to take shortcuts and... Uh, inevitably crash and burn so um we we, we did we did that to protect the future um so 2022 again was a like i say a turbulent um and coincidentally i think it was around may june um that's when our trainer left as well so everything seemed to have sort of happened at the same time so the academy was going smooth you know the, the shows were about to run and then all of a sudden all this just sort of happens at once. Um, massive learning experience from me. Um, you know, um, you yeah, you have people, you cross as friends, and then it, you know sometimes things don't always work out how you expect them to. Um, again, massive learning experience. Um, I believe it's made us better. I believe it's made us stronger. Um, we have more of a varied. Um, guest training sessions now with different people coming in not just one person so the the, the kids and the prospects uh, and the adults are learning different styles from different people um tell us about the academy then because you you mentioned kenzo earlier the academy mm, breakout champion mm, how's that now you're there's a bit more consistency behind it with the guest trainers in, in yeah. you know each week and things like that how, how is that going and what does the future of that look like it's better it's much much better than it was before um we've still had gaps because uh, when people are um are free and stuff um but we Ken, kenzo he, he he's 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 massively improved um obviously was trained under arcadius lee cox um who did some fantastic work with all our students for the first six months um and that was then carried on um with the likes of the farmer palmer cheesy um and you know a couple others as well um so again he 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 is sean um he's a big lad for his age um he's really impressed his attitudes his work commitment 
um, you know, very, uh, very intelligent young man. Uh, right, again, perfect attitude. Everything that I'm looking for is what he possesses. Um, and his siblings, to be honest, aren't far behind. Um, you know, I think it'll be a full family of what possibly one day. Um, but yeah, he, I'm, I'm really impressed with him. Um, you know, he's he's come on so much. Obviously, he made his debut at Brawl. Um, did really well. You know, um, again considering his age, mixing it in with lads that have done it. You know, they've got 10, 15 years on him. Um, you know, and he, he, I spoke to the promoters there at Brawl, and you know, I've said I've, no, no one said a bad word. Everyone's you know, fantastic. Um, he doesn't look green when he's in. You know, he looks like he's he's been around for a bit and. I'm, I'm like I say, I'm very, very proud, uh, very impressed with him. Um, you know, and if we can, if we can produce more Kenzies, uh, then I'll be happy. His sister Lily, um, she's only 11, but again, you know, she's she's one of them. She she looks apart, she acts apart. You know, she's she's very much, um, you know, he, a practice partner for a big brother. So I, I think we're looking at a future women's champion there as well. So. Um, the academy's looking good. It's looking strong. Um, you know, we've got a lot of kids. Um, we've, I deal like more adults. Uh, we've got a couple of adults, but um, you know, you know, we've got to look at that, that, that next crop. Um, you know, and I think if we could produce our own, um, it's better for us. Um, you know, and I'd love nothing more from to go on to bigger, better things. You know, see Kenzo in in, in WWE or AEW or you know, New Japan also. I'd love to see that. You know, um, like I say, and I, and as like I say to all of them, you know, especially Ken's always getting bookings now. Go out and get them. You know, we're not going to hold you back. Because um, somebody said to me, "Would was you not want him to make his debut for you?" And I was like, "No," because I, for me, it's like, get out there, get out there, get as much experience as you can, learn from the best. You know. Um, whether it's five minute or a ten minute spot, you know, where it's just something, just get, just get, get whatever you can, um, you know, and because you're only going to learn from it, you know, it's only going to improve your your, your ring awareness, um, the confidence as well of being in front of a live crowd, um, whether it's five people, fifty or five hundred, you know, it's just getting that experience all the time. Um, so yeah, the academy's the academy's going well. Um, we would like a little bit more stability in terms of regularity, in terms of training sessions. Um, obviously, I, I like to be there as well to set the ring up. Uh, that's sometimes difficult with my current job because um, sometimes I do work weekends, uh, which doesn't help. Um, but obviously, we're back back tomorrow with a big cheese uh, taking a session. Um, again, he's, he's, he's someone who I think is... Uh, overlooked and underrated i think he's he's people coming an entertainer not a wrestler um entertaining the, the, the fans is just as crucial you know Absolutely. you look look at the biggest names in wrestling you know hulk hogan uh stone cold you know feel good wrestlers but they weren't necessarily the best um you know it was the character and that that fan engagement that got them over and it's it's, it's knowing how to work the crowd and that interaction um you know because when you're looking at the technical wrestlers uh, like Brian Danielson or somebody like that, you know, um, who's going to get a bigger pop, Brian Danielson or The Rock? Well, you're probably The Rock, you know, 
but yeah. he's who's a who's a better wrestler, well, Brian Danielson. But sometimes that doesn't really matter. Um, you know, it's it's who the fans can identify with. Um, you know, and who they who they can just latch onto. Because sometimes you can force it, and it's just you know it has to be natural. Um, yeah. Sometimes people just naturally gravitate to certain people. Um, and I think cheese is one of them. Uh, certainly for us, um, like I say, you know, he's such a nice guy. He's, he's very patient with the kids and Palmer as well. To be Palmer, the farmer, um, you know, um, you know, so, like I say, we've, we've had we've had people in and and they've, they've done really well with with the kids and the youngsters. So uh, I'm happy. I'm happy with it now. Fantastic. Remind the listeners then of where and when the academy sessions take place. Um, so we are, we do try every, for every Sunday. It's at Maxi Fitness, um, which is in Fleetwood. It's just opposite uh, Fisherman's Walk uh, tram stop. Um, you know, the kids' sessions are half nine till half ten. And then the older ones and the prospects are half ten till around half one, two o'clock. Um, because we have to be out by three. So we normally say between two and three, that's when we start packing down. Uh, with it only being a flooring, doesn't take as long because obviously there's no base. Um, you know, we study for sort of the basics in there. Um, obviously, it prepares them to. It, get, it gets the students ready of what it, what it's like to put a little bit of the ring down. Um, obviously, we did have a 12 foot before I sold it to Rossi Rascal. Um, that that was all right. Again, it was a lot of uh, because we have to take the ring down every time. Yeah. This is why we we sort of we we change direction with it because when you got a proper ring, it's all right if it's staying up, uh, which I know Ross's place I think it stays up. So for us, um, it's just not practical to because by the time you've faffed about putting it all, you got to take it all down again and um, you know the flooring, it's, it's there's not much to it really. Um, yeah. So go from the first show going into the second show then yeah um i've noticed certainly with the match card subject to change as always but the match card and the talents appearing there's some differences from the talent that appeared in the first show to yeah. the second show now so along with that i also saw that in the last year or so there's been a couple of your championship titles that have vacated as well what were the reasons behind that um so uh the vacations were down to um the wrestlers um, wanting to be paid um, would be the charity show. Obviously, I explained that the proceeds were going to charity um, and that obviously we'll, we'll cover fuel out, out, of, out of my own pocket. Um, but uh, obviously, with, with some wrestlers wanting to make a living out of it and it being a, like a full-time job, um, that they, they felt it wasn't for them. Um, so that's why... Uh, the titles were vacated by by them and a few of us left. And like I say, there's no hard feelings from my end. You know, I, I understand it. You know, listen, um, these things happen. Um, it is what it is. And, um, you know, I, I believe everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, and I, I don't regret changing anything at all. I'm very happy we've, we've gone down this route. Uh, it highlighted a lot of things for me. Um, and I'm very happy with the roster we've got. Um, like I say, I'll, I'll take attitude uh, over aptitude um, any day of the week. And like I say, this roster, this staff team are fantastic. Great to work with. Um, no pre-redonners, no attitudes. 
Um, you know, we, we, we all we all muck in. Um, you know, no one's no one's too big for boots. Uh, everyone mucks in. Um, you know, we all. Ev- like I said, I, I I I always spoke to people the same, and it was the same on the first guard. It'll be the same on on this one as well. You know, whether whether you're Kenzo and starting out, or whether you're a main eventer, you know, and you've been established for ten plus years. The way I speak to people is exactly the same, you know, and so, some people like that, some people don't. Um, I'm very straight to the point. Um, I'm, I'm a nice guy. I'm firm but fair. Like I, I'm very straight to the point. I know what I want uh, more often than not. Um, and you know, like I say, for, for us, it's about it's about the charities and it's about you know us staying true to our DNA. And um, yeah, it's it's about like I say, trying to expand CWE and you know, um, especially in Fleetwood as well. And you know, we want we want to train. Uh, do more for the town as well, really, because the town just seems to be forgotten about. You mentioned the the change in some of the talents that appear in the card. Mm. Has there been any personnel changes, anything in in respect of your wife? Is she a bit more involved in the company now from when it first started round? Yeah. Um, initially, it was just a sort of like admin and paperwork side. Um, during 2022 there was a lot of issues uh, personally as well um she stepped up massively um because uh, obviously i've i've not just got the I've, i work full time we both work full time uh i've got college um as she had she had uni um you know so it was it was difficult to try and balance it all um but we're in a much stronger position now. Um, like I say, Ellie's doing a lot. You know, we have other people helping out um, behind the scenes. It certainly takes the pressure off. When it's one person and there's all this stuff to plan and go wrong and stuff like that, it, it, it gets a bit much. Um, it's important but, to have a strong network behind you. Absolutely, yeah. You need you need that support. Um, you know, I tried doing it by myself and it was it was it was hard. Um, so like I say, you know, she very much has. Um, a good a good she has a strong say to be honest and what a lot of stuff happens um you know i'll always sort of consult her on a lot of things um i mean the final decision will, will generally always still come down to me but it's, it's still if if she dis if she disagrees with me on something then we'll, we'll always reevaluate that we'll, we'll look we'll look at it in further detail and it, it could be something that i've missed and that she's highlighted which is quite a few times where I've looked at it in retrospect and she's been right, um, you know, because even though she might not know as much about wrestling or whatever, um, she's still very uh, head screwed on. Uh, she's very, very, she's actually very good business minded, um, which um, probably people wouldn't think, but she actually is. <laughs> you need that though, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm, absolutely. So the second show then, Reborn. What do you see this as then? Do you see this as a continuation or a reboot of the brand? Um, it's a sort of mixture of both, really, um, because the the brand's changed. Um, obviously, if, if you, as you can see on the pulse with the phoenix in the background, the, the brand's changed. We have been reborn into a different identity. Um, 
the roster's changed. A lot of things have changed. Uh, and for my opinion, for the better, uh, we are more charity focused than we were before. Obviously, we had chari- charity partners and stuff like that, but we wasn't really doing the fundraising as such. Um, we are now very much all about the charities really now. Um, whereas before, there was just a sort of a sub department of, of our of our brand. Um, so yeah, probably I'd say our our, our, our entire our identities uh, gone to what it should be, you know, to what CW was created for. Um, it's gone back to I believe how we should have started things. This for me is how probably how we should have began, but we didn't, and we learned from it. Um, but again, hi- hindsight's a wonderful thing. You know, it's all right saying, well, if this had happened, if that had happened, you know, it's, it's one of them things. Um, I believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, it, there's been a lot of strange things happening in 2022, a lot of good things, a lot of negative things. Um, but we're we're here now um, and it is a, a rebirthing of a, of a brand. Um, and we, we certainly hope to deliver and be more consistent with shows now um i had a five-year plan that five-year plan failed after the first year um you know and the five-year plan was very optimistic um i put a lot of pressure on myself to try and achieve that five-year plan we didn't um you know failure is one of the main main uh, parts of success and you know, I'm not ashamed to say we failed uh, in, in, in one aspect or another, but, um, you know, I, I believe it's made us better, a lot better. Uh, we've learned a lot from, the, like I say, from the last two years. Um, CW is exactly two, well, just don't, just turned two, two this month. Um, you know, and, and inside of two years, I was a bit embarrassed and annoyed that we only had one show. Um, but... I under but um you know there's there's reasons for that and it's because if if we hadn't have taken the measures that we had there wouldn't have been a company to, to come back to so um I believe we're in the right path now I believe that uh, you know with with the show coming up in April uh we've got uh, ticket sales are doing well um we're expecting quite a lot of the door um a lot of stuff's in place now. Um, you know, we're, we're looking, we're looking at a positive. Things are starting to look up now. Um, touch wood. <laughs> um, things that things and things are looking at a, a, a positive stance. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm optimistic. Um, and like I say, well, you know, we've got a good bunch. And like I say, let's let's try and raise some, more. More importantly, let's try and raise some money. You know, for these these kids and these charities and let's have a good show anything different logistically in the setting up of this show when compared to the first show then or or anything that you've learned from the first time round for when it comes so you know when it comes to the day of setting it up is there, is it going to be anything that you change your approach to um yeah so the ring's obviously completely different uh it's the same format it's the same style of ring um it's just instead of being a 12 foot it's a it's a, it's a 20 foot um so logistically um obviously we've got to get that through the door um yeah. <laughs> the the uh entrance way is completely different 
Um, so what you saw in November will is no more. Uh, we have a professional one done by Wrestle Rings UK with branded on. Um, that'll be on display. Um, we uh, well, I mean, we'll be we'll be starting probably about 11, 12 o'clock arriving, um, setting setting everything up. Um, obviously, show starts at seven. Um, yeah, not 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 some in some things. Yeah, some things. No, um, like I say, logistically wise, um, you know, it's a case of get the ring dropped off, get get a few of the lads putting the ring up, and then we'll maybe go back and get the extra stuff as well. Because um, obviously we've got the DJ equipment, you know, we've got the uh, the entrance way, um, maybe extra bits of lights and stuff like that, and. Um, production side of things but um we hope we hope obviously like i say you know the first the first show went, went well um and we just like i say we just want to constantly improve what we don't want is it to be to be any worse than the first we want to constantly improve every single time like when we do a third show in august we want that to be better than this one you know we just want to constantly improve want to improve on a gate every time um you know, we want to improve on the fundraising every time. Um, we want to improve on the quality of matches every time, and that's how I that's how I view it. That's to me is every show I want to improve, whether it's the quality of the matches, whether it's you know the, the fundraising, whether it's um, you know uh, any anything really. Um, you know, I just want to see. Uh, an improvement every single time. I'm not a perfectionist, but like I say, I just I want to see that that constant progression, so I could actually see us, um, you know, developing. Uh, and you know, hopefully one day, whether it's me or someone else, you know, can take it onto bigger and better things. And because um, I've I've said it before, uh, you know, with Tom Bryce, um, you know, you look at the top five or six companies in the world. Five in America, one's in Japan. Um, obviously, we had NXT UK over here, but that 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 was more of a monopolisation by WWE. Yeah. Um, and I believe that World of Sport could have possibly, I don't know, maybe could have done it um, when they had that sort of slight reboot with ITV. Um, for me, there's a gap in the market for a huge. Um, franchise for the, for the UK um, no one really seems to have taken a ball and roll with it uh, obviously you've got huge companies in the UK but we all seem to either go on the WWE network we don't really seem to no one's really got the money or the resources to really push on and create their own network or push on and really sort of you know be like a, a British New Japan um, you know and, and stand, stand alone Um you know, whether it's us or whether it's somebody else, um, that will certainly be interesting if that ever comes to fruition. I hope it does. Um, like I say, there's lots and lots and lots of companies now in the UK um, popping up everywhere. Um, some, are, some are established, some are, some are new. Um, but there isn't that legitimate sort of um, franchise, you know, where you can say, uh, you know, you look at a brand... And it, and it stands out and it's you know 
in America, obviously, you've got AEW playing second fiddle. You've got Impact, MLW, NWA. Um, you know, so there's, there's, a, there's a lot, obviously, scope over there. Um, I, I personally wouldn't be surprised if WWE go to Australia next. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that that's um, just my opinion. I think that uh, there's going to be an next performance centre probably built in Australia. Uh, I think there's so much talent coming out of Australia and New Zealand. Um, again, I just think that it probably worked well. Um, whether you do or not, I don't know. There's rumours about NXT Europe. <clears throat> you know, there was that that was supposed to the rumours of that was supposed to be March 2023. Um, you know, we're still waiting on a lot of that to come to fruition. Um, you know, there was rumours they were going to do stuff in Poland and this, that, and the other, and. But again, nothing, nothing's happened yet. Um, How does that impact you then, as a, you know, owner and promoter of a British company? Then, so let's use NXT again for an example. Hey, yes, they closed down the UK division of, of yeah. NXT for the potential relaunch of NXT Europe. One could assume they're going to try and do what they did last time and poach a lot of the talent, bring them over exclusive contracts, potentially that type of thing. As a promoter, then from your end, does that worry you in acquisition of talent, or does that just open up better opportunities for the untapped talent for yourself? What what what, what you tend to find is uh, the bigger companies um, basically just use all sort of and it's the same matches all the time. It's NXT, ex, former NXT stars um, versus former NXT star, um, you know, uh, NXT UK, should I say. Um, and for the majority of Joe Public, if you don't even know who these people are, unless you're a hardcore wrestling fan, you know, like ourselves, we know who we are, um, you know, uh, and some of them are lovely people. Um, now, uh, for, for me, it, it's just it, it just it stops the untapped talent from getting looked at. Um, oh well, he's, this guy's been in uh, in NXT UK. He's chiselled. He looks apart. The part is on him. You know, these guys. You know, they look the part. They act the part. They are the part. And they just get booking after booking after booking. You know, um, whereas you know somebody who from Manchester, Liverpool, Nottingham, Birmingham, Preston, Blackpool, whatever. Um, that may have been on the card lower down would probably then what happens is it just ends up going like that and before you know it this what this bit you can't even see now because the cards are so stacked so it ends up flooding the market for none for a better word it floods the market Um, I understood why WWE did it uh, the whole NXT UK thing (laughs) like I say in my opinion it was a monopolisation Um, because and it was to stop I think to stop uh, a British franchise from from really sort of taking the reins Um, you know um, we've seen it with uh, a couple of big companies Progress um, and and the other one obviously was WXW in Germany Progress um, and I was at ICW going on the WWE Network Um, I understand why we do it um, but that then sells, in my opinion, sells it a little bit short. Um, really, if you want a British brand to to really challenge, um, but no one really seems to have the funds to really challenge, um, you know, 
Tony Khan and Vince McMahon and, and anybody else like that. Um, or, or, or any of the likes of NWA and M- MLW. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a shame. Um, like I say, it could have been, in my opinion, World of Sport. When with Stu Bennett, obviously when Stu Bennett relaunch, you know, was part of a relaunch, um, I was really excited about that. Obviously, like the likes of Austin Reese and a few of the others, um, that didn't really. I think they had a few episodes of it. Um, didn't really quite hit that spark. Um, you know, it's going to take someone with a lot of well, with deep pockets that doesn't mind taking a risk, and obviously with the current climate that we're in today. Who's going to be willing to take that risk? You know, who's got millions to, to, to pour into a, a British wrestling company that doesn't mind taking a, a loss? And because chances are you're going to take a loss, uh, a massive loss. I know, to, I know Tony Khan took a massive loss initially, um, especially with the, the design of the, of the video game, uh, Fight Forever. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of how they're doing in America, in terms of... Um, Ticket revenues for doing for doing really well uh, in terms of ticket sales from what I've seen. Um, certainly in America, it seems to be AEW is is more prevalent um, with with your sort of hardcore adult fans. Um, WWE seems to be more of a global product. Uh, WWE certainly seems to be more over here. Um, WWE seems to be doing better apparently from what I gather. Um, you know, you look at Clash at the Castle. Yeah. Fantastic turnout at Clash of the Castle. Um, you know, yeah, we were there. We thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> we and, haven't uh, got tickets for money in the bank, though. I can tell you that they were snapped oh, up. <laughs> I mean, I mean some, some of the prices, some of the prices oh, terrible, are, are ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll probably, obviously, they'll, they'll come down towards a bit like we did at Clash of the Castle. Obviously, the last sort of week or yeah. two, they, they came right down. Um, but again, it just goes to show, you know, WWE are in such a position where. I don't think anyone can really rival them um, because they're in such a position where they could probably hack half a roster, have a bunch of new recruits come through, and still and still get that you know that them large crowds because of the, the, the name you know it's whereas the other companies you know you, they don't have that established branding you know you know you speak you speak to Joe Public and go oh WWF. It's like, well, yeah, WWE, but it's, you know, they know it's WWF because of how big it was in the 90s and how synonymous with, I think when you, when you can crack um, mainstream culture, um, you know, then I think then you, then you start, that's when you start cracking into the Joe Boggs fan, you know, the person on the street. Oh, yeah, I remember that when I was a kid, The Rock, The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. You know, and then you speak to the older generation that knew like Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy. Um, and then you, you talk to them now about, you know, the newer wrestlers and a lot of these Joe Boggs general general fans don't have a clue. Yeah. Um, you know, because there isn't that engagement that there was 20 years ago. Um, so, and, and, and I think that's where sort of world of sport could have, if it had deep enough pockets, really relaunched um it's a shame it didn't and obviously uh, i'm not sure if, i'm not sure if it was the same studio i'm not i'm not sure um but obviously when nxt uk started um the studio did look slightly similar um but i know it's obviously filmed at bt when it was nxt yes, uk that's but, right. 
Yeah, uh, BT Studios, but um, it was a similar size sort of studio for what World of Sport had. Um, but, you know, um, but yeah, going back to your question about, um, you know, in terms of opportunities, I think when, if NXT Europe reboots, um, I think a lot of the ex WWE guys, um, maybe a couple of others, will will go then, and it'll probably it'll just create it'll leave a gap. So then it'll just allow you know, say your mid carders will then move up to main event level, and that just moves everyone else on. Um, but like likewise, you know, when 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 we shut an um, an organisation like NXT Europe or something like that, then again, once everyone's out of a contract, it then refloods the market. Um, you know, so it's it's one of them. It's a, it's a double-edged sword because uh, obviously the NXT guys are going to get preference in terms of bookings. They can charge more, um, and people pay it. You know, because they've been they've been to that level. Um, whereas for us, we'd like to. I'd, I'd like to make our own stars. Really, um, I've seen what CCW have done a little bit in the northeast. Um, They've sort of they've managed to get their own identity, and I think they've done really well with it. Um, you know, by using their own their own wrestlers um, without really branching out too much. Um, you know, I've seen some companies do it. Um, and I, I think you 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 generally keep a lot of um, the talent quite grounded. They're very more humble that way. Um, I've been on shows where. Um, I've, it's been full of, well, not full of, but there's been a few ex NXT stars, um, and you know, when you get cards like that, you're generally the kind of people that don't put a ring away. You know, they're not gonna. It's a case of cheers, that's the money, going on, done. Um, shame, but obviously, you know, it's a sort of. I, I understand it because it's a mindset, and um, you know, when it's, it's a certain environment as well. Um, I, I see it when people come from certain companies um, they have a certain attitude as a case of well I'm too good for that um, that for me doesn't fly and like I say you know even people probably think I'm BSing now but if it, if The Rock or CM Punk or MGF or you know you could give them the best wrestler in the world uh, if it came with that attitude, even if you wanted to work for free, I'd just I'd, I'd tell them no, um, because like I say, you know, it doesn't matter if you're the main event. Uh, everyone's everyone's on the same footing here, and you know, everyone everyone works together. We work together for the same achievements, work together for the same goals, and um, you know, ultimately, you know, we're, we're in this for the, the right reasons, and you know, it's not financial greed; it's to help children you know with with um illnesses and, and, and disabilities and issues um so that's 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 why we, we we try and stay true to our our, our dna and our, our branding should be give us a um give us a rundown of the card then so we've yeah. got we've got reborn april the 21st friday april it the is 21st fun. Friday night, Flavor Corns Club. Uh, obviously, you've been before, so you'll know it. Uh, match one. Um, again, these are all subject to change, by the way. Uh, match one is BRL's defending his UK belt against uh, Palmer for Necessary Evil and for Big Cheese, Logan. Uh, match two 
is a tag match for tag titles. It's Modern Day Mafia. These are vacant, by the way. Modern Day Mafia versus Key Harper and Laflama. Um, match three is a women's championship match, and Kiara will be defending against uh, Sarah Skylark. Um, then we have uh, a, a intermission for about 20 minutes, half an hour. Um, then we have match four or five. That will be, uh, it's currently stands, is an eight-man uh, elimination match. Um, that's pinfall or submission. Um, so with us having a 20-foot ring, obviously we can do that. Um, a bit like elimination chamber, but without obviously out the chamber. Um, it is going to be in everybody all in at once. Uh, so no, so we're going to be um, first two are going to start, then every 90 seconds someone else is going to come through. Um, so the last one standing wins a brief case of dreams, and that will entitle them to a, a world championship match any time they wish. And, and then finally, from the academy in this match as well. Mm, Kenzo's in that one, yep. So we've got, so in that one, think of a top of your head. We have Jordan Sweet coming over from Northern Ireland. Um, we have uh, Jensen Bryan, Velvet Vaughan, um, Kenzo, uh, Paul Stimalone, uh Luscious Lance. Um, I'm trying to think now, Clayton Andrews. Yeah, and then uh, and obviously a mystery opponent as well, which we'll have to find out on the night who that's going to be. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's that's match four or five. Um, and leading into match five, which is the main event, which is Mikey Midas, formerly of um, AW Dark um, and uh, I believe MLW. Um or, or NWA, I'm not too sure. He's, he's been, he's been on, been on. I know he's, he's, he's been around a bit. Um, very, very nice lad. Very nice young man to talk to. Very professional. Um, he will go in one on one with Jimmy Jackson. Um, again, this is as it stands. Um, you know, things can change. Um, but yeah, him versus Jimmy Jackson. So I'm really looking forward to that one. And that's for the world title. <laughs> oh, excuse me, pardon. And that's for the world title. That's a big one. That's a big yep. one. That's for the World Championship, yes. Fantastic. So we've got five solid matches there. As they always say, cards mm. subject to change. Just sticking at the five matches for the event? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't want to flood it with too much. You know, it's, yep. people get... When you have too many matches, people get bored and you start losing interest. Um, likewise, you don't want... You know, too much because it, people want value for money. Um, I think five's good. Um, I've disagreed with people on it before who said we should have had more. Um, I believe five is a solid amount. I think if it was going to go more, I'd say max six. But personally, for me, between five and six is a good solid amount. Uh, I've been shows where I've watched eight and nine, and five is, I think, seventh, I'm falling asleep um, because it's, it's just too much. You know, when you've got small kids at four and five, they can't concentrate for that long. And this is what people people don't take into consideration. You've got elderly people, small children, you know, they don't want to be sat there for hours on end. Um, you know, they, 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 they want to they be entertained, but in the same breath, you know, they don't want to be sat there going through 40 matches of exhibitions that don't mean anything. You know, you, you, you need 
titles or break it, you need your number one contender, you know, something that means something. And that's what we are with championships, wrestling and entertainment. And that's that's pretty much what we offer. Um, that's why we've, we've got so many belts online. We've got, you know, so many opportunities and different things. Um you know, you don't just want number one contender match after number one contender match. You know, the the, the kids don't have that attention span sometimes. They, they just want to, they want the juicy bit. You know, they want the, they want the, they want the candy. They want the, you know, they don't want the, they don't want to wait for it. And um, so we're giving, we're giving the fans what they want. Good stuff. And the big question: Are we going to have another raffle in the intermission? Um. Yeah, like I say, you know, um, probably we've we've got a couple of. of uh, of, uh, of, of of prizes and toys and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, why not? Yeah, definitely. I thought, like I say, everything helps. You know, the, the raffle money and stuff like that will go to the, the charities. You know, and be dispersed amongst the charities. So why not? Any anything like that we can we can do to help and you know raise money and uh, you know, like I say, the fans are, can can win prizes and stuff like that. So everyone's a winner. Fantastic. And I know you mentioned earlier on as well that you've got um, plans in place for an event in August, Battle at the Beach again in, in yeah. Fleetwood. Yeah. How so? How how far in advance do you plan this? How far in advance do you look at this? Because of course we've not had April yet, so we've not had Reborn yet. Are there specific match? Obviously, no spoilers, so we don't want you to go into into that now. But um. Do you have a mindset of what you want that event to look like yet, or is it very much let's get April done and then we'll set the plans in place after that? Um, <clears throat> it's very much a case of let's get April done because um, a lot of stuff could change between now and now and August. Um, I, I still don't know, you know, if a case of. I mean, I've I've got sort of five or six five or six I've planned for five or six matches, um, you know, and whoever wins, you know, will be defending the, the titles and obviously things like that. Um, but in terms of you know, we, we're not that far ahead yet in terms of the, the planning for August, um, and in terms of what style of matches and what you know. Um, so yeah, we're very much a case of let's let's get this one out of the way first. Uh, let's let's see how we get on, um, and then let's see how we can try and make August better. Um, so the August one will also be a charity show, um, and like I say, it's it's very much a case of there's five or six matches. Um, who's going to be on them? I don't know because like I say, cards are always subject to change. You might see some new faces. Um, so, you know, August is it's the summer holidays. People are, are, are on vacation holiday over here. So, uh, you know, you might see some faces in April that you might not see in August and vice versa. So, um, you know, it, it could be exciting. So, uh, yeah, you never know. Stay tuned. What's the yeah. future holding for CWE then, Josh? Um, well, <clears throat> like I said, I'm hoping... You know, we've got two shows planned this year. Um, you know, hopefully we can we can match. I want to try and match for at least next year and have some continuity. Um, and you know, it's, it's for us to us to grow as a brand. Um, you know, to to grow social media wise. 
um, you know, to, to keep keep raising money for, for, for these fantastic causes, um, you know, for the academy to grow, you know, whether it's baby steps, you know, he's just it's if we just just keep growing one step at a time, um, you know, we want we want to be doing, you know, two or three shows next year, um, you know, touch touch what we, we can achieve that. Um, like I say, um, it's, it's certainly for us to, to develop, and uh, you know we've got a good group of roster now, fantastic wrestlers, great staff, um, you know, and I, I want to try and keep this this bunch if we can. Um, you know, obviously one or two faces may change. Um, you know, you may see one or two new faces, may see one one or two faces leave or quite. I don't know because, like I say, a lot can happen between now and August. Um, you know, a lot can happen in a week. Never mind. You know, uh, what we May, June, July, what four months? You know, a lot can happen in four months. Um, you know, we had a, we had a full turnover of, of of well, I'd say 70 percent turnover of staff uh, on one day in uh, on Monday um, in terms of video videographers and, and photographers. So. Um, that just goes to show how much can change in one, one or two days. Um, Was the, the first show recorded? Is there going to be a release of that show eventually, or is that just for personal consumption? No, that was that was recorded by Your File TV. Um, Lewis, who I was speaking to, um, unfortunately never got back to me uh, about the footage on that one, uh, which was a real shame because uh, he took some fantastic footage. Um, and I just got ghosted. Uh, I'm not sure why. Um, but, um, yeah, unfortunately, um, the footage went with him. Um, I'm not quite sure what happened there. Um, obviously, we had a lot of pictures. The, the pictures we, we've got, um, some fantastic pictures of the night. Um, we have a different videographer. We have a different photographer. Um, and we have the same DJ. Um so that's pretty much where we are in terms of staff. Um, we have more security, more and different security now this time. Um, and uh, yeah, so the staff seems improved massively. Um, and like I said, we're all, we're all a fantastic bunch. Um, the roster, I think, is improved in terms of um, attitude. I think it's improved. Um, and yeah, you know, looking forward to, to, to doing some fantastic shows and, uh, you know, giving guys and girls the opportunity that they probably wouldn't have, um, you know, and, and for them to work in a 20 foot ring as well, you know, it's, uh, it's a good selling point, you know, because it, it gives them, um, an idea of what it's like to work, you know, of the higher echelons, if you will, um, you know, the card, the cardio element, uh, comes into play more as well. Um, so yeah, they came with dogs barking. <laughs> They're getting excited about the relaunch of CWE. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so April the twenty-first, then CWE yeah. reborn uh, coming from Fleetwood, the um, Conservative Club. Is that right? 
That is, yep, correct. There we go. We look forward to that. So myself and Jamie from Grapplecast will be in attendance for that one, as we were for the first show, and we really, oh, yeah. really do look forward to it. If it's as uh, anything like the first show, then we're in for a treat. Um, and we ask any of our British listeners who are in the area to please think about attending if you are local or if you are able to attend, because uh, it will be a show absolutely not to miss. Thank you, Josh, as always. It's a pleasure having you um, on the show. And to all of our listeners, we will be back next week with our WrestleMania preview and prediction show because it is that time of year again already. Can you believe it? Feels like 10 minutes ago since we were talking about last year's WrestleMania, but there we are. Uh, So, yeah, so we will be back um, next week with that. As always, you can follow us on all the social media outlets. We are on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Grapplecast Show. And in respect of the show itself, as I said, a continuing growing listening base all the time. We're over a um, 100 shows now, thousands of listeners, subscribers and download um, downloads as well. So please keep that up. We thank everybody for their feedback. But you can find us, as always, on all the normal platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anything like that. And of course, you can download from any supporting podcast applications as well. But until then, again, thanks very much, Josh. Um, I'm sure we will have you on again, hopefully between Reborn and Battle at the Beach, just to see how things are going and see how things are progressing. Best of luck with everything. And to all of our listeners, we will see you all next week. Thank you very much. Ta-ra! Ring the bell!